This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking about smart cards with Russ Jones, Network Director for Protective Services at Albert Einstein Healthcare Network in Philadelphia. Thanks for joining us today, Russ. My pleasure. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the size and scope of Albert Einstein Healthcare Network, for those who don't know it. Well, we're a large teaching institution in Philadelphia um, with three hospitals, um, currently building our fourth, 7,500 employees, over 80 practices spread around uh, three states. So we're a large network that's really centralized in one major facility in, in Philadelphia uh, from a security perspective. Tell us what led you to the decision to adopt smart card proximity badges as part of your broader security strategy. Well, it was really twofold. Um, one, we were in the process of rechanging uh, the name of our facility. We, we actually separated from another health system in Philadelphia, so we um, needed to actually change the name of the ID. So with that, I seized the opportunity to go from a swipe card to a proximity reader card. It was a major undertaking primarily because of those multiple locations that I mentioned, and then ultimately how were we going to reproduce the badges, whether we were going to do it in-house or whether we were going to hire temporary staff to perform this function or whether we were going to actually outsource it. So we made a decision to outsource it, um, but primarily we wanted to upgrade the technology that we had, um, go to a higher security level card, and be able to be user-friendly and have the capabilities of expanding the system as we needed. How did you go about selecting which smart cards to use? What features were most important, and how did you pick the outsourcer? We actually partnered with our integrator, Siemens, to really look at HID cards. The challenge, however, was how we were actually going to produce the cards and then roll them out to those multiple locations. So what we decided, since we had uh, swipe cards, um, we decided to go with a dual proximity card for the first 7,000 IDs that we purchased primarily because that gave us time to actually change all the card readers. And we had over 400 card readers at the time, um, which was a major undertaking in itself. So with the decision of going to a dual proximity card, and when we did the distribution of the cards out to our employees, they really only had to make a decision when they came to a card reader whether to swipe or to hold it next to the card reader. So um, there was an education piece as well. I mean, we had marketing involved uh, very heavily. There was a lot of uh, education for our staff. Um, and then we were able to get human resources involved to be able to distribute the cards, particularly for the off-site practices. So it was a major team effort, and that's one of the things that I stress when we went into this is that um, it needed to be as seamless as possible, but it also needed to make sure that we had all the players involved in the beginning uh, and to plan it out. So um, Siemens was phenomenal. They put the work sheet together for me and the different avenues of whether we were going to outsource or the cost ramifications and the return on that, and it turned out that it was more cost-effective to have HID do it. So tell us how you're using the smart cards now. You're putting them to multiple uses, right? We currently use them for the basic card access to get into doors, but we also use them for time and attendance. And this was a major one for us primarily because, as you can imagine, uh, we needed to make sure that that was perfect 100% of the time because, obviously, our employees were being paid from these cards. And if there was an issue there, obviously, it would have caused us a lot of headaches on the on the back end. So we tested 
the smart cards with the, our chrono system, which is our time and attendance system here, for four or five pay cycles through primarily the security department and some other key players testing other locations as well to make sure that the cards were actually working with the, with the time and attendance. The other applications that we use the cards for are food purchases in our cafeterias, which are tied directly to our payroll system. As you can imagine, you go through and you pay for your food, and it's ultimately deducted from your paycheck. We also use the cards for uh, single sign-on to computers. So um, in the event that when I come in in the morning or our employees come in in the morning, instead of logging in manually through the keypad, they just hit their card against the proximity reader and it automatically logs them into the computer. And then when their computer is down or they go away from their computer and they come back, again, they just re-hit the, uh, the reader with their ID and it reinitializes their, their password and it brings their screens back up. We also use the cards for our PPD testing and some of our safety testing, regulatory compliance testing that we have to do on a yearly basis. So in the event that we don't have to sign in, you just go and, and get your PPD test or some of your other mandatory training programs, and we use the IDs for those uh, tracking systems as well. Eventually, will you be using the cards to authenticate users before they access an electronic health record system? Is that something that's coming? We're currently trying to pilot for patients specifically with their medical records and then tie it into their medical history. With the new hospital that we're building, uh, one of the, the applications that we're going to use is, is when a patient actually drives on the campus, by the time they even get into their physician's office or the emergency room, their ID will automatically be picked up through a wireless uh, network and then their records and, and information will be already brought up to make it a little bit more user-friendly for our patients as they walk in the door. So we are looking at different applications of how we're using our ID uh, cards. I think what we try to do is we look at our ID card as the gatekeeper, as the major master key, and then allow other departments to actually piggyback on just using their systems uh, with our security card. So you'll be issuing smart cards to some of your patients soon? That's correct. Uh -huh. yep. For your current applications of smart cards, how is it helping you improve security? Well, from a, a perspective of uh, cost savings, we used to spend over $10,000 a year just in reproducing cards because as employees, as you can imagine, when they swipe their card, particularly if they're heavy users, uh, the, the, the cards would get worn or their names or information would be worn off as they swiped. Uh, well, that has now been eliminated totally with the proximity reader where you, there is no more swiping involved. So there has definitely been a, a return on investment from a cost perspective. Um, the smart cards are a higher uh, security card where they're very difficult to compromise and counterfeit. We are able to produce cards and ship them out quicker. Um, and the fact that we're only using one card now has been a, a, a major ease of uh, quickness for our staff to get into certain doors and, and, and buildings where no lines are being uh, formed. Are the smart cards part of a two-factor authentication strategy now, or could they be eventually? They could be. Um, we currently don't use them at that at this point, but they could be. You know, there are some applications that we actually use dual-level security levels, but we don't use the cards for that uh, except for one of those. Uh, we may use a PIN number that, that goes in, 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 contact, in concert with our uh, card access system, um, but we're not using it uh, in any other way than that. So what other uses for the smart cards might be on the horizon over the long term? I, I really open that up as, an, as a really 
a what if question to where um, I think the applications are endless. You know, anytime a department comes to me or I'm out at a meeting or educating our staff of what some of their security needs are, we constantly come back to the card and I say, look, if you want to use some type of other use or level of this card, use it again. You know, bring your vendor in. Let's talk about it. I'll give sample cards that we can try to use these applications for. So I, I don't have anything right on the horizon today, but I know that, you know, with the fact that we can use these cards for multiple applications, um, they're there to use. Okay, thanks, Russ. We've been talking today with Russ Jones of Albert Einstein Healthcare Network. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.HealthCareInfoSecurity.com.